this computer. Click on, got it. Hey everyone, this is Jason Canapa, and I'm joined with Kevin. Hey guys, and Fernando, and this is the book review hey Bonanza. Bonanza, you can do it. Don't stop scrolling. Listen. Hey, like we should do that thing at the Three Amigos at the end, you know, like the. Uh, hey, 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 hey! Yeah, that one. We should do that. Oh gosh! So, like, we met two years ago. Uh, been about two years, right, Fernando, Jason? Yeah, it was like Tinder, right? Yeah, yeah, right through Tinder. We all swiped. Bumble, right. Bumble. It just worked out. We met each other, and we're just like, boom, let's do this. Coffee and a date, or something. Coffee, something. I don't know. One of those yeah. apps. Yeah, Christian Mingle. Yeah, we were all we were there and uh, joined up. And, uh, Wait, we're all we're all over forty. So what's the what's the senior one? What's that? Oh, I don't know it. The I'm, senior one. You mean like silver, Cougar, silver, or something? Silver fox. Silver fox. There you go. Hey, my wife calls me Silver Fox. So you watch it there. I have. I might get a little excited. You keep talking like that. Oh, little beard or do? You're barely getting gray in the beard, bro. Yeah, that's why I keep it shaved. Nice, nice. So, I yeah, keep it shaved met, too. Wife loves it. Matt, three. We all have to say that we have wives now. Like we feel yeah. like yes, we all have wives. By the we're way, all by the way, yes, we're all married. By the way, that's our disclaimer. Anyway, just so you know, at the very bottom of the screen, we are all married. Disclaimer. Things. Who cares? I don't care who you, what I like, who it is. It depends on the time of day it is. I have oh. met these guys. I've been blessed excited to be a part of their lives and we've been reading books um from for the last two years atomic habits the economy of leadership the power of one more limitless who moved my cheese psycho cybernetics um, you know which is what's interesting though is that we started off with doing this uh this thinking into results program and then that right. spun off into into doing uh you know let, let's 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 continue you know we we had a little group and then we ended up continuing that group and then and then, so it's what we're like, what eight, nine strong, something like that, maybe. Yeah. There. Oh yeah, yeah. When we meet on our regular uh, group session, yeah. yeah. And so the yeah. the mastermind Kevin decided, hey, uh, I want to put this podcast together, and 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 just you know, we all all three of us have different perspectives and insights of what we've been uh, reviewing these last few years, and I think it was a great idea, and so we came up with the idea of reviewing the one book that really just was kind of like the foundation and even thinking into results, like the one book that Bob Proctor talks about is, uh, thinking, think and grow rich. I was about to say thinking into results, but yeah, this no, is, everything was wrapped around this. So that's clearly he's that not decided. No, I'm not thinking. <laughs> no. You'll get used to that. We have to do some of the thinking sometimes. <laughs> Actually, you'll learn that I'm the one they're thinking for. That'll be pretty common. <laughs> no, Kevin, you're the one that we're thinking of. Oh, there that, it is. That's true. Okay. So <laughs> you should throw a cue, like a like a cue song. Thinking <laughs> a cue, uh, like a, a little. Cool, uh, a cool thing about the three of us, though, I'm in Central Valley, California. Fernando's in Southern California, and homeboy over there, Jason, he's in Arizona, and we've but, actually, huh? But from California, I've only but been from here. Yes, California. Yes, yes. So I've only met physically Jason once, 
and I've actually never physically met Fernando. Uh, and so all this has been done through Zoom and uh, out of the COVID fiasco. So for what it's worth, uh, here we are. Thank you, COVID. We're going to meet. I think I were coming in January. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, in a couple of weeks here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank COVID for that. Still got to lock in that hotel. We'll, we'll, we'll get it locked in. I assume there'll be somewhere for me to stay when I get there. Uh, to our friends conference. So we decided to drive, dive right into uh, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, so every time we meet, we'll go over three, four chapters to share our bullet points, be real quick about it. And then, um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, please leave them in the comments uh, so we can refer back to them. We'll get back to you as quickly as possible. And uh, and maybe you'll join a book club that we're in someday, but, uh, but here we go. So um, who wants Welcome. to get kicked off? Yeah, so chapter one, um, general introduction. Uh, Napoleon Hill wrote this uh, book. This is the so we decided on the original uh, unedited text from 1937, um, and the introduction. Just at the title here, it says the man who thought his way into partnership with Thomas Edison. Um, so it's a story of Edward Edwin C. Barnes, who had this strong desire to work with uh, Thomas Edison. Um, and so basically the introduction is just the story of how he just had that desire in his mind that he wanted to uh, work with Thomas Edison. Um, so, and there's some key points here. It talks about having a definite major purpose, uh, determined to remain ready until he got that which he was seeking. Um, it talks about having that definite purpose because um, this book is about the 13 principles that uh, Napoleon Hill uh, came up with to write this book. And so the first one is the definite, definite of purpose. Is that correct? Am I, am I correct in saying that Fernando? Yeah. Definiteness of purpose. That's, yeah. that's the one thing I, I, you know, I've read this book when I was 18, you know, when I started doing like network marketing, little side business or hustles or whatever. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's one of those things that the, the main thing that this guy says is that not a lot of people know what they want. And I think there's been a lot of people that say the same thing. What do you want? Well, I don't know. Even our wives don't even know what they want to eat when we ask them, what do you want to eat? I don't know. We have to decide, yeah. literally. And the thing is that once you know what it is that you want and you get an image of that in your head, then it's very, very easy to, to eliminate all the clutter because there's a bunch of noise going out there. So, you know, there's other guests and, and people that say like, hey, you know, if you're driving down the street, you know, quickly take a glance at the street or your room right now, if you're at home and look around you, look at everything that's uh, red or look at everything that's blue or green and just pick one color. And then you're going to notice that these certain colors are going to pop out. And so in modern day science, we call that your reticular activating sensor. And so what that does is it eliminates everything else. Everything is blocked out. And so it's and once you know what it is that you want, the ideal of that is just to you you super zero in focus on the the one thing that you want. Everything else is just gibberish. It's garbage, and you pursue it um, with a with an intense desire, not a not a hope, not a wish, not well maybe one day. And that's the other thing, you know. Maybe maybe one day this man will change. Maybe one day I'll get a raise. Maybe one day I'll you know. There's always that one day thing, and so you're not you're not living a life of of one day, um, even though we get talk, we'll talk a little bit more. But there, there's another side of that one day thing, but it's more of a a desire first, knowing what you want, and then going after it with everything that you have. Yeah, and that goes right into uh, chapter two, where it talks about desire, having that desire, 
Um, let's see. Well, just going through the, the picturing of it, right? So like Fernando is saying, like having that purpose, it's not just having a purpose and having it in your mind. I mean, you you really need to write it out. It needs to be something that you do every day, really. I would I do it every day. I write down my purpose every single day. Um, even at nighttime, I write down affirmations uh, to, that support the purpose, uh, that support the purpose. I have I have laminated visual charts that I, I visually see what that purpose is and what my goals are. Uh, and, and it's constantly there. I mean, it, and the reality is it takes years. I was doing a meditation the other day and she, she said she's been meditating for four years and still has a hard time being in her flow or just thinking of the breath. And she's like, and that's normal. I mean, you, I'm 44 years old. I mean, it, I've only been doing this for two years. I mean, I'm going to get distracted and it's going to take time, if not a generation, 10 years, you know, to get to a place where you're there. So it's just don't give up on what that purpose is and lean into the um, practices that, you know, by reading this book uh, will will have helped me at least um, develop in my life so I can actually see it. So the, the purpose is bigger to me because it's more top of mind. Cause I'm thinking about it and I'm visualizing it. It's more top of mind than some of the problems that come across my, my desk throughout the day. Yeah. So what he's talking about in the, in the, for those that don't know what an affirmation is, um, an affirmation is just something that you, you repeatedly tell yourself over and over and over and over again. And most of us are, are really unaware that we are already doing affirmations. You wake up in the morning and you start saying to yourself, you you wake up with a clean slate, but then you wake up and you start saying to yourself, hey, man, man I'm such a loser because I, I can't make rent today, or I can't make my mortgage payment or what's, whatever. And you repeat these same thoughts. So a positive affirmation would be something that you you would ideally like to have. And your idea would be like your typical, like, I'm, I'm an excellent father. I'm patient. I'm kind. I'm understanding. I'm one with God. Um life happens for me, not to me. Everything is always working out for me, you know, things such as that. So as, as you repeat them, but the, the key is not just to repeat them with an empty tone of voice. You have to literally feel it that that's exactly what's happening. That's exactly what's going on. And maybe in the beginning, like Kevin said, you're not gonna, it's not gonna happen for you because you're, you get distracted. You're so used to, that is awesome, brother. You're so used to just saying, certain words you're being conditioned a certain way to think and feel and, and talk a certain thing when you go to work you start hearing your co-workers oh well, you know hey another day another dollar oh. or you know just a you know same shit but a different asshole sorry sorry yeah. for the uh, bad language and so you know you you have these thoughts and it's just and then you as you surround yourself with these people you know some of that leakage comes in and, and it comes out of your own mouth right and so this book basically is designed to help you become aware of the thoughts, which is called uh, metacognition. You're aware of what you're thinking, write these things down. And then, and then as you become aware, like what's the opposite of this, what's the opposite of, of cold, hot, you know, what's the opposite mm -hmm. of, and you continue to do that until you, you foot, you're fully conscious of your mind. And so as you start to develop these affirmations or positive sayings to yourself, or, you know, there's a book called what you say when you talk to yourself, mm -hmm. um, you start writing every all these things down, and then you just got to remember to incorporate these sayings on a daily basis, and then that's part of the of the 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 goal setting that this man says. He says you read it, the like uh, Kevin has. A, how often do you read or look at that uh, that printout of yours, that uh, the vision board? 
Uh, once a day in the morning. Once a day in the morning. So there's um there's we've read multiple books. Um, one of the books that we read was a, a book about uh, atomic habits, and I think the gentleman there, the James Clear, he said something to the effect of you have to date your goals. Where, you know, mm -hmm. you don't just see your wife and then you go out and that that's it. She's there forever. You have to date her. You know, you have to it has got to eat. Whether that's once a month, once a week, once every two weeks, etc. Yeah. It's the same thing with your goals. They're all dated. So the goals I look at every day are like right here. And I have this place, uh, this is uh, visually, it's uh, my purpose, right? And so it's in place at my office. So all the staff see it there. It's in place in my my bathroom, in my mirror. So my wife and I look at it every day, multiple times. My kids look at it. Um, it's in my backpack. So anytime I go anywhere, if I go to like a, a coffee place to work, I have it sitting next to me. It's been conversation pieces there. Um, visually it's, it's just about everywhere. And, and it's, you'll get a, you'll, Fernando throws a big nugget out there and just keeps on going and doesn't even realize he's doing it sometimes. And so I'll, I'll capture him on occasion. Uh, one of them was if it's not true, right. What's the opposite of what you're thinking. That's huge. That's been a game changer for me. So like anxiety over health or anxiety over things, like just staying focused on what your purpose is, but then realizing like, Hey, that emotion of anxiety, what is that emotion recognizing it? What's the opposite of it? Is it true? Is it absolutely true? And then, and then telling yourself the opposite of what you're thinking, because really you're just, your brain doesn't know what is actually happening until you tell it. So you tell right. your brain, that it's not happening. It's actually this opposite and that it, the emotions come into play there and they really elevate you. And then another thing that, you know, in bouncing back to what Kevin just said right now about how throwing nuggets out there. And these, this is why this podcast is actually created because so he said something right now. And then I was, as he was describing what he's saying, I'm imagining Kevin having these things all over his house. So, and I want you guys to imagine something really quick. And it's something that we, we take for granted on a daily basis. You're driving down the freeway. And then what do you see on your upper left or your upper right? You know, if you're really, you're, you're, you're seeing these signs, these billboards, right? These are, these are what's called advertisement. These are all people trying to get you to buy their product. But what Kevin just described, and then the, the same thing without even knowing is that he's putting the advertisement for himself all throughout his house kitchen, bathroom, whatever he's, it's everywhere. And this is advertisement for him saying, mm -hmm. Hey, this is the goal. This is the dream. And think about how much stuff that we're bombarded with seeing every single day. And so they say that the subconscious, but the door to the subconscious mind is, is awakened twice a day, once in the morning and once at night. And so what better way to actually wake up. And then when you, as you walk into the restroom, you see your actual dream board, your vision, your goal right there. And at night, as you're brushing your teeth and getting ready for bed, going through that routine, it's a mindless routine. But you're looking over, you already have that painted image, those words that you're, you're feeling. Just by glancing over, it almost inspires a spark inside of you to say, hey, that's what we're after. That's what we're going. So you're waking up with that feeling, that emotional, that intention um, at the first thing in the morning. And at night, you're putting your subconscious mind to work by reminding it again, hey, this is what we're after. And then from then come the dreams and the goals. And this is where the visions and ideas come in. And that's kind of what he talks about here in, in chapter two, where he has that desire. It says, um, again, he references uh, Edwin C. Barnes with uh, Edison. And he says, consuming obsession of his life, a burning desire, 
it's not just a desire it's it's a it's that like that burning inside your the pit of your stomach they're just like i'm gonna do this no matter what and and then he gives a he gives a few steps where he talks about the method of which desire for riches can be transmuted into its financial equivalent and he gives these six steps but one of the key notes that he put here was just like kevin's kevin's vision board that he looks at every day it's like you need to read it see it and feel it and believe that you already have those things in, in your possession and i think a lot of people miss the part where they it, they put the emotion behind it like anybody watch the secret right um i think it came out in 2006 that's I, that's when somebody introduced it to me and it was just like wow i could just manifest and think of these things and these things will happen well that's not that's only a part of it and to really feel like put the emotion behind it that was a game changer for me and then taking the action to, to get those things that's the third step right um, and that's, it's great that Kevin has that. Um, and he, just like Fernando said, it's, it's advertisement for him, for his goals, for what he wants to do, what he wants to accomplish for, you know, 2023. So another thing that, you know, that we miss on, on here is, uh, going back to that word deciding, right. Um, I like to read etymology and break down words and that's a Latin word at a decide, right. Decidir. So the, the meaning of that word is literally to cut off. And so you're, you're cutting off is because, and I'm only saying that because in that, in that, uh, the desire uh, chapter, he mentions uh, people going on an Island and they're fighting in the general. I forgot who the, I think it was Napoleon tells them, Hey, look, you know, see the burns, the boats burning in the back there. He's like, either we're going to win this war or we're going to die. And so, and then he says that they won. So, Sometimes, you know, there, there's, there's, you, you hear a lot of artists. I think Denzel Washington was one of them that says like, there's no, there's no plan B, man. Like there's, this is, it's either this or that or that. So, and I want you guys to imagine this for a, a second, because that desire, it's, it stems from that, that it's, he calls it a burning white heat with this is and then Conor McGregor calls it an obsession, you know, like, mm. oh man, that's how you talk about you're a fanatic. And it's like, well, people, when they go to baseball games, right. Or football games, sorry, their, their face is painted half blue and half white, et cetera. You know, the hardcore Christians are that it's all about Jesus, brother. You know, the fanatic, there's fanatics on both, but that that's, it's a, it's a stupid word to be thrown out there, but it's, it's really, it's just your, your desire. It's, it's like, this is what I believe. And you can feel it not good or bad. You can feel it behind the, the passion behind these people, the way that they speak and the way they talk about the, either their football game or their gut. It's the same thing. And so once you know what you want and you, you said, that's it, no matter, no matter what, I'm going to cut everything out. Then you become faithful, right? There's that word faith. Siempre fideles, right? That's the uh, Marine uh, slogan, right? Always faithful. You don't cheat on your wife. You don't cheat on your kids. Right. You don't go and have you know, a relationship with other 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 people. You don't cheat on your goals. So you stick to that one goal. Anytime that you have a thought that comes in that's contrary to what your goal is mentally, if you entertain it, you are mentally cheating on your ideal. You're mentally cheating on your goal. You're not becoming faithful. And once you let a little thought in, come in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and we also, I also read the Bible. Some guys, guys on this podcast read the Bible. It says that, you know, that, that gives the birth to wrongdoing. Once you have that little tiny thought, it, it paves the way, the groove and what's called a neural synaptic connection. 
right? For science, for those that, that that are into science, it paves the way for you to do the X, Y, Z. So if you're, if you're on a diet and all of a sudden you get that thought of that cookie in the cupboard, you know, it's there. Well, here's, here's the thing. I want to, I want to just put this out there. Cause I don't know where everyone's minds at that's watching this about rich. And, and it's not about like the value that we put on ourselves is what we've actually put on ourselves. It's not what we've seen on social media. It's not what we see on the news. It's not the value of getting think and grow rich. Rich is not just money. No, rich is rich is freedom in your mind. Mm -hmm. the ultimate, the ultimate prize would be freedom mentally from, from whatever's going on. Right. And there's no true value to that. I mean, there's a, a proverb that says planet plant a tree today. So your next generation will fill the shade and enjoy the shade. I mean, that is, there's a ton of value in that. So we're not looking at think and grow rich as though we're going to be dropping Benjamins or going to be coming down on the sky and, and, and entertaining us. Um, and not that might be partially true. And I think that that is completely fair to think that I think that the root though of evil is not the, the, the item of, of a financial uh, dollar or token. It is, it is, it is, it is the person um, that, that treats it that way. And, and so, and so, um, just lean into that idea as you're processing this, this podcast with us and these thoughts that, that this is not us or you, you know, you can, can you get wealthy by making the right choices? Absolutely. And that is totally fine. And that's totally healthy. And that's what your purpose is. That's what your purpose is. And so just knowing that within yourself, that you have value and that you deserve it. I mean, you were created as such an amazing image that not one other human being looks, acts, or thinks like you. And you have a legacy you're living today. So don't tell, tell your three-year-old self this, look back at your three-year-old self, look forward and say, I'm doing this for you. Because in three years, you're going to look back and say, like, what happened? And now you'll be able to say, hey, that what happened has created a better you. And that is rich in value. So um, I think we twerk these words to fit some sort of paradigm that the culture wants us to believe in what value is. And it's not that. It's not, it's not a money I have more than. It's not that at all. It never has been for me. And I have plenty has never been that way for me. And it's always been about helping other people and then helping my soul to be healthy. Cause I believe that that is absolutely true. So I just, I uh, <clears throat> thought that was important for Nando and uh, Jason to say uh, to the listener who's, who's uh, on board with us right now. Well, if you, you have to look at money um, and technology or any, anything as, um, I heard this term, uh, I heard this word years ago and it's called, it, it, it's amoral, which means it's neutral. It has, it's like, you know, someone gave an example, a brick could be used, a brick is amoral, right? It, it could be used to build a house or it could be used for violence or thrown through somebody's window. Same thing with money. Like we hear, you know, I hear it a lot in, the, in with Christians is like, oh, um, you know, money's evil. And it's no <clears throat> money's not evil. It's the love of money, which, again, 
from a biblical standpoint, it's you're putting money above God, right? Mm -hmm. And so yeah, you're putting something that's created by man above the creator, which is it, in essence you. It's like, no, your money, money serves you, not the other way around. Exactly. And it's what you do with the money, right? It's what it's what you do with the brick. It's what you do with social media. It's what you do with technology that is going to, you know, make a difference in either in your own life or in someone else's life. Now, if money if you're driven by money, it could be because of financial freedom. It could be, you know, you want to have a better life for yourself, your spouse, your your family. You want your kids to have something better than you didn't have. Um, and and that's okay. And I think that's what really what Kevin is, you know, you have to determine on what that rich, those riches are for you in your own personal life. Because I can, I can sit there and say, I want this and Kevin can want something else and Fernando can want something different. Fernando will probably buy another exotic bird. Um surprised the bird's not here this morning, but um, <laughs> I covered it up. I, covered I, it. I, I, I think there's stages to it. <laughs> there's, he put a cover over it. There's stages to it. Like when I, um, when I, because I own restaurants and and I have an insurance agency and there was a time and period where I was in a tremendous amount of debt and I, I, I strove, I strived. I was like, I need more money. Like I'm checking my checking account every day. Like I just need more. And, and when we were able to get out of debt and uh, through the efforts of, of labor, we um, now it's different. Um, I don't look at it the same way as I have. So there's stages too of how you will see money as you uh, grow through wealth, the wealth process. So yeah, anyhow, I didn't want to go down a rabbit trail. Sorry, I do that on occasion. Uh, that's what we Jason will that. keep us. Yeah, Jason will keep us on track. So uh, let's keep moving. Yeah, we try to keep the squirrels away from Kevin. Um, I think that's why he invited Fernando and I into this call. So chapter three, faith. The kind of we're just kind of we're, as you can see, we're just kind of rolling right into it. Um, I, I like the part where, he, where we also talked about this too, affirmations, repetition of affirmation of orders of your subconscious mind is the only known method of voluntary development of the emotion of faith. It's, it's again, it's feeding your, your, your subconscious mind to enhance your faith of that desire that you want. Right. Just can like ask what you we a question? about. Yeah, go ahead. What, for those that don't know, what, what, what is the subconscious mind? It's a good question. A lot of people don't know what that is. <laughs> um, I don't know, Ke uh, Fernando. You're you're well versed in this more than I am, so I'll let you share on that. Now, the only reason I ask is because you know what we get to the point where sometimes we're we're and we apologize. We we're so used to the 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 words, the 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 stuff that we're talking about that when when I first got introduced to it, I was I, I'm like, what what are you talking about? I I don't understand. And there's some words that are thrown out right now. There's books about it. We don't understand what it is. So the easiest way that we understand, the, the more your subconscious mind is basically your body. That's it. Period. End of story. It's it's the it's the 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 thing that takes over that you don't have to think about what you're doing anymore. It's you driving to work and your mind is completely into what you're going to make that night or what you're going to encounter at work. And then as you realize you come out of your hypnotic state, you're like, how the hell did I get over here? You you realize you just drove six miles and you don't even know how you got there or you tie your shoe without even thinking about it, or you, you're shaving your face or your beard or whatever. And you're not even aware. You're not, you're thinking about something else. So that, that conscious mind is your, your breathing, everything else that you're doing without the thought you're doing certain things without actually yeah, you've done it so many times. It's you've done it so many times. It just becomes habit, like brushing your teeth, 
That's a subconscious thought. Putting your socks on, subconscious thought. Drinking water, subconscious thought. You're thirsty, what do you do? You go for a glass of water. And it's all, it's just, it's just habits that you built over time. And the subconscious ever- thoughts are what really direct us. I mean, those are the yeah. things that distract us. Those are the things that direct us. Those are the things that by reading books and being around people, when John Maxwell says you are as smart as the five around you and as wealthy as the seven. I mean, that's because those are the people you hang out with. Those are the things that they're talking about. That's what's in your secondary mind. Like right now, I'm th- I've thought about, everyone's thought about, you know, what am I going to do in 20 minutes? Oh my gosh, I have to go do this and run this errand. Those are subconscious thoughts. Exactly. And so the subconscious, the subconscious mind is, is uh, you, you, like what Jason was saying, you, you trigger it eventually over time like it says right here it's through faith uh, through the repetition of it so everything is done and i tell my it's my uh my daughter's in uh, sports and i tell her you don't know how to do something because you haven't practiced it enough so the more you practice this one specific thing now there's good practice just like it's it's amoral there's there's good practice and then there's there's bad practice you i see guys like right now the gym is full of people that did their renewal vows and they want to go back to kudos for them, but they're, we get in there, start lifting weights and we start doing things in a bad form. We start doing things in a bad way. And so there's the right way to do something and there's the wrong way to do it. Either way you practice either a good habit or a bad habit, but it's through the repetition of saying something that, that you trigger the, what's, what's, uh, what, what uh, Jason was calling uh, faith. So, and then according to the Bible, biblical principle, faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things that's not seen. It's meaning, meaning, you know, that whole thing that happened during COVID last year, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, it's just something that you hear over and over and over and over again, where it's just like, yeah, man, you know what? I think I do need that diamond for, for Valentine's day. That's coming up. I think I do need that because you hear it so much. You're such a, you know, you're such a loser. You're such a whatever. And this is you telling yourself this. So that repetition as you repeat it more and more, your reticular activating sensor starts kicking in and you start finding references out in the world for that belief. And you start to say, hey, you know what, man? This is true. Because then you say, if I believe this and there's someone else that's done it, that means I could do it too. That's adding to your to your belief system, your, your, uh, your B- what is it? Your BS, right? BS, B- belief system. Well, it's hey, guys. It's been uh, it's been great having you join our podcast today. We appreciate your time, and this will be what we do when we gather on uh, on Fridays. Uh, we'll be sharing you these uh, ideas and thoughts that we have to hopefully inspire you to be a great version of who you are by listening and reading books. It's uh, I've read hundreds of books last year alone. I think I was close. I was writing around forty books. Uh, Jason, do you know how many books you read last year? Um, probably less than 20, just because I was really focused on rereading the information. I I think one year I did 120, which was stupid because I don't remember any of them. Yeah. What about you, Fernando? I have 15. Same emphasis on, on, on learning and studying and student of the books. Good for you. Good for you. Well, thanks for watching us. Uh, If you have any books you'd like for us to talk about, share them in the comments, subscribe, uh, share your love. And just want to say thank you very much for your time and look forward to uh, having you join us at our next episode. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys.